0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Shoveling Podcast. What to do when you get surrounded by an awful lot of snow. It's the Koshcast, Um, and we are surrounded by an awful lot of snow. Bernie, how are you doing, man?
1: Uh, I'm tired because of all the snow that I've shoveled and the snow I'm going to continue shuffling.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I have managed to do all of mine before pod. Bernie has some to do afterwards. So mm-hmm. if we rush out of here, that's why. Base, yeah, yeah. So <sighs> ah, the
1: the beautiful things in life that we do. So
0: yeah, uh, you might have been able to get more done earlier had Manchester United not been playing. Um, that probably that probably took up a chunk of your day. Mm-hmm. Man United defeating Barcelona in the Europa League. Mm-hmm. Um, did it feel like the days of old,
1: uh, where both clubs are not that great? In general, uh, you know what you know what it felt Just like, like the playing days,
0: Barcelona. Really,
1: well, it felt like the, the days before, <laughs> like I I knew what football was. The cup winners' cup days that like, like I've seen.
0: That was a good TV. cup.
1: Yeah, I, I I didn't obviously I was too young to even know what they were, but like you know what I I, I love. The memory of that, even though I don't have the memory of it, if you know what I mean. It felt like oh. a pure innocent form of football back
0: then. 100%. Also, I really appreciate a name of a tournament which is three words long and two of them a cup. Mm-hmm. That's quite I, impressive.
1: I also think, like, I'm of the opinion that that cup needs to come back. Like, the, com- the what is this thing called? The Conference League, yeah? Like, That's trash. Like... like and and it was on today as well, I guess. But no one actually watches that nonsense. But I bet people would watch the FA Cup winners against Copa del Rey winners.
0: Like, bring it back! You, we would get games like... Like, the other year, we would get, like, Leicester against Lazio or something. Or, like, I don't know, who keeps winning the FA Who Who else has won the FA Cup recently? I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't matter. But, like, Atleti against... Wigan won like uh, it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be trade against Wigan. <laughs> I'd pay for that.
1: It's so worth it. It's so <laughs> worth it. I, I don't understand. It needs to come back. It really does. And if I was thinking to this morning, I know I know this is a complete derailment from what you talk you said we're gonna talk about, but it's I was right, literally okay. thinking in the morning, I was like, what would I do if I ran FIFA?
0: Mm. And and in
1: my brain, I was like, you know what? Like I would run like a nonprofit and not think about all this. Club World Cup nonsense or whatever, but the first thing I would do is go to every continent and mandate a Cup Winners' Cup. I would do it.
0: Mm. 100%. Calm really. down. You've got my vote. Yeah, as, lo- as long as there's an envelope full of cash as well. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for you, Alex, anything. <laughs> uh, but you know what? I mean, that that Club World Cup, it sounds completely bonkers, and obviously there's absolutely no room in the schedule for it. But you know it's going to be a madness.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's going to be really good, <laughs> which is annoying.
1: It, it The thing is, like, I don't know how it would work. Because there's already World, a Club yeah. World Cup
0: right it's now. that. That's what they did, but it, it's expanded.
1: Oh, so like, there'll be like five teams from Europe in it?
0: Something like that, yeah. Oh, God. What, what did they say? I think they said it's a 32-team tournament. It's just... Who? Why? Like
1: you're just watching a mini Champions League because they're going to get to the point where it's just the European teams and maybe like River Plate. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I don't find this interesting. I really. Yeah. The
0: new The Newcastle Jets ain't making it to the semi-finals You know.
1: No chance. No chance.
0: Well, maybe like Melbourne City would make it. Maybe. Maybe. And and Al Hilal will be given a bye into the final.
1: Uh, which one's that? Oh, I was going to say the one. Oh, Al Nasser.
0: Al Nasser, sorry, yeah.
1: Yeah, don't be racist.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I knew that was coming. (laughs) Oh, gosh.
1: But yeah, I'd, I'd... No, I wouldn't pay to see it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't.
0: No, like, I'm not subscribing to a new service for that. But if it's on one of the ones I already subscribed to.
1: Yeah, fair enough.
0: Yeah. Fair enough. Um... What was I going to say? Oh, my dad made a good point the other day, I think. Which he makes is, many good he, points for the record. No, that is true. That is true. Um, this one was... So, obviously, the Netflix subscription stuff and how they're cutting down on multi-household mm-hmm. subscribers. Um, my dad was like, what if Dazone and or Fubo, etc., do that? Um, Which would be really shit because like one of the ways that that is affordable for a lot of people is that you split it with someone right mm-hmm. and you can have up to five devices on it and they don't differentiate by household so it's perfect um but if you were running their business and you wanted to be an asshole which a lot of these people do mm-hmm. you would cut down on it because because people you have them in a barrel like people need their football and they they will pay for it if they have to
1: hmm i I will say that um you know what I'm going to plead the fifth as far as the zone is concerned. I'm not mm. going to say a word about that. Can't mm-hmm. be on record. Um, Yeah, Fubo, I think everyone already bought it for themselves. Like, there's such a terrible interface and a terrible sign-in process sometimes that, like, you have to do some stupid activation code and, like, you know, it's like, it wouldn't make a difference whether they did it or not because it's such a shit service. <laughs> like, I, I hate Fubo with, with... A lot of passion.
0: <laughs> I think you should tweet them once a day. I,
1: I really should. I really intend to. Because it's just oh, just shit. Just shit.
0: Yeah, it is. Uh, you know what? I was actually very impressed with the zone. I was watching Europa League highlights um, at 1.25 speed. And mm-hmm. you know how they've broken down the YouTube highlights mm-hmm. so that they describe what's happening in each minute? Mm-hmm. Which is fantastic. Like, part of my thing with highlights is I think that there is a lot of crap in there. And they're just, like, filling up space. And so when I'm watching, like, the highlights of, of Ren or something and it's just, like, Jeremy Doku does a dribble. I'm like, cool, I can miss that minute and a half, you know?
1: I I detest The Zone's, like, <laughs> YouTube highlights. It's the only thing I don't like about really? The Zone. Like, only thing I don't like. Because, like... Come on man. Like 18 minutes. I don't want to actually go through your chapters. Like I, for example, I watched mm. the, I watched the highlights of the game today. United and Barcelona. Um after I watched the game and I was like, "Huh, only 10 minutes." And I felt really happy with myself. There's only 10 minute highlights. <laughs> but even then it's like Aaron Wan-Bissaka overlaps. Why is this a highlight? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, I will say sometimes, and I, I've complained to Mo about this many times, but like there'll be a game where there's like five goals, and you'll still get highlights of rubbish chances with a replay, and it's like mm-hmm. we all know what we're here for. Can we just get to it, please?
1: <laughs> yeah, honestly, honestly, it's 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 a bit of a shambles, but whatever.
0: I I did I did enjoy that highlight of Wamba's like a bursting down the left though, and then smashing the ball into Rosehead.
1: So like that, I guess this, this gets us into the game a little bit because I want to talk yeah. about that specifically. Because I remember my feeling watching that, and I and at first because I was in a in a I was at work, um, and it was on the other screen. But <laughs> I'm watching it and I'm like, corner of my eye, who's that? <laughs> <On> the, <laughs> Why is he there? Because <laughs> on the left hand side, right, and I'm like, wait, Malassia's not here. <laughs> What? <laughs> it's like it's masaka on the left? Oh, either Eric is really, really, really coaching people or, like, something messed up happened on that play.
0: Total football, mate. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, o- overall, um, what were your thoughts on the game? We, we said last week that this would be... Um, Difficult for Barcelona without Gavi and Pedri, who who we described as as the heartbeat of their team. And I don't know. So obviously, I've just seen the highlights. I don't know if the midfield battle was was reflected um, that way. But Busquets came back in, right? And the only really uh, the only thing I really saw of him was when he hauled down Garnacho very cynically and deliberately.
1: Yeah. Um. The game was still. Like, it was very end to end as well. Like, like, like the first one, it was this total bypass of both both midfields until like Frankie did his typical carrying the ball thing because there's no one to pass to, um which was pretty good, but it was very end to end. Fred's job was basically mark Frankie. So he just ran around with him, which means that there's no positional, like there's no positional sense going on in this game. And Casemiro is there just like trying to tackle anything that moves (laughs) and a lot of things were moving around. Um, So it was it was a pretty up and down, back and forth kind of thing. But that said, United created most of the chances without having having most of the ball. Um, So, yeah, that was the kind of game that this was. How was Sancho? Uh, did he? He started. I thought he was very nifty. I thought there were. He loves a one-two. That guy, and mm. like uh, mm-hmm. there were lots of attempts to do that. Um, I thought he was very, very busy. Um, but there is something to. I see why. I see why Ten Hag does some of the things that he does. And like what? what I mean, what I mean is, I'm a big fan of Garnacho and his directness. But I can understand why he starts Sancho. Though I I love Sancho and I campaigned for him, and I see the, I see the vision. He helps you control the ball. He presses higher up the pitch. That German stuff that that he was doing in 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 Dortmund. True. Sure. But when you when that doesn't result in a goal immediately, then Sancho uh, Garnacho comes in and just runs at people. That mm. man, that kid does not give a damn. He just runs it. He has no respect for your reputation. He will <laughs> run and run and run. And that helps break things down. And it ultimately did do that.
0: I think that that's, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I think that's happened a few times this season where Garnaccio has come on 65, 70, 75 minutes uh, against a tired defense and just kind of obliterated people and created space. And it's not even that it's always him that ends up scoring, but someone does because he's just causing total chaos.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's been a few games. It was a City game. Uh, there was a Leeds game that that happened, but then the flip side has happened, in, like in the last Premier League game where Conacho started, came off, and then came on and scored. So, <laughs> uh, I I think Eric is getting a lot right when it comes to changing things. Um, some people might say you get things wrong in the first place, but I don't. I don't subscribe to that. I thought, you know, the only one that I think is a bit interesting is Anthony scored today and. Look, annoying. I get it. No, you know, what? it's annoying, but I get it. Like, it's, I, I don't want to hate my own player. I don't. But I understand why he starts when he's fit because he, he's he stays wide to some degree. He invert. He inverts. The only one who can do that. The only one who has a left foot on that side. He is a goal threat, I, I, and he he likes he likes a shot. Right. He like he does. He's a Robin. Because all he does is useful is cut in on that left foot and shoot.
0: He has yeah, no right foot.
1: <laughs> it's really problematic how slow he is. But I understand, like, if there is a Robin type, he's the closest to a Robin, I don't mean in terms of quality, just in terms of, like, mentality of playing the game. He's the closest I've seen since Robin. And if he gets his decision-making right, he could be dangerous, but he he doesn't often. Today it was hit the mm. ball in the net. Just hit it. Don't think about it. Just hit it, and he and he won And he won us the game. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Was happy about it. But he he could be dangerous next season. This season is just is a bit of a mixed bag for me.
0: Mm. Fair enough. Um, over two legs, impressions of of Barcelona. Like obviously, we we kind of see them here and there. Xavi came in. It's been a bit of a revolution. There's been a lot of players in, a lot of players out. Some only for a few minutes, like Aubameyang. Um, th- this this I found was a, a slightly weird team, at least on paper. Like with Kessie, Busquets, and De Jong, is not necessarily a midfield that you would you would dream about. Sergio Roberto started in 2023. I know they just gave him a new deal, but it's still <laughs> weird. Rafinha's been having a bad season. The only person Frank, I mean, again, I only saw highlights. The only person that impressed me from the highlights was uh, Alejandro Balde.
1: Um, they're rubbish. I, I'm just <laughs> going to come out and say it. Like, <laughs> I think that a lot of people were saying things like, oh, you know, Manchester United and Barcelona are back. And, you know, the two two giants of the game who floundered for a couple of years, they're now back to some type of stability. And I think that's only true in one sense. And I think Manchester United, you will see if it's true in a year because, you know, we've all seen sort of flash in the pan seasons. You'll see in a year. And I think that they are. I really do. I think Eric ten has on to something. Xavi does not convince me in any way, shape or form. Nope, no, 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 no. And I, and I don't rate... La Liga competitively right now. I think that okay. Spanish teams are good in Europe in general, and I think tactically when they come up against the English sides and whatever, they, they do them. Because I think when they can focus on the European stuff, as we've seen, they're very, very good. But as a league, you know, as a 20-team format, I'm <laughs> I'm not interested. I'm not impressed. The only reason why Barcelona on top of Real Madrid right now is because Real Madrid have have had like Club World Cup and other things and they literally don't care. Like you can't tell me that Barcelona are better than a team that just beat Liverpool 5 2.
0: Real Madrid went to they've been all over the world. They've been like the the Globe Trials. They were in Saudi for something. I think you know, Super Copper. Super Copper. And then they were somewhere else. Somewhere mad. Anyway, they've been traveling the world basically since the World Cup. Before and and since. Um and they're what? Eight they're eight points off Barcelona, which isn't insurmountable. Barcelona have been smashing La Liga. So I mean you know, that was what I was gonna bring up. They've won nineteen of twenty two games. They've lost one game, goals for forty five, goals against seven. Like they're smashing it. Um Uh but yeah, questions questions about like I about watching, what that means, if, anything. if you
1: watch these two legs and then you hear about this wonderful defense that Javi has put together and then you see how easily smashed it was <laughs> like in, yeah. in, in both legs, it either speaks to the attacking prowess of Manchester United, which you can say when Rashford is on form and playing, but for Fred to score that goal and then Anthony, again, he can score that, sure. But like it says to me that you are exposed. And by the way, the could, United could have had a few more. Bruno had a chance that should have mm. probably converted. And then there was another one that probably would have, should have gone in. And obviously, Veghorst missed a sitter in the first leg. So like, United are good. Absolutely good. But they shouldn't be able to put four past a team that only conceded seven in the league. <laughs> like, yeah. It makes me think the league is not that good.
0: <laughs> that, that is, I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously, we're saying this without watching La Liga every week. That is a bit damning. That is a bit damning. It is. Um, it w- <laughs> I think was it Mo? I was talking to the other day, um, and we were talking about Florentino Perez and wanting a Super League. And it's like, if you spent half of your weeks watching like Elche and Cadiz and Hirona, maybe you would want a Super League as well.
1: I get why. Like, I get why they'd want it. I do. Like, I, it it makes sense. Except. Are Barcelona like if you think about teams who would be in said Super League? Barcelona and Liverpool on this present day <laughs> would be the relegation fodder. In, well, oh, sure, I get relegated, but like they don't scream Super League quality to me,
0: <laughs> no, but that, but that's yeah, that's the point. It would be it would be weird. Like eventually, any league will just become like any other league. So there'll be teams at the bottom and teams at the top. Although I suppose the whole idea was that everyone would get the same amount of money. And so those 20 or so teams would all just be, you know, the best 20 teams forever. Um, But yeah, anyway, it's not happening now. And the Premier League has appointed a regulator. whose Mm -hmm. Part of whose job it is, is to never let that happen, at least for the English clubs. Um, We'll see if they actually have any teeth or are able to actually do anything, but it's a step in the right direction, at least on paper.
1: By the way, I was reading that, um, I don't know what it was, whether it was a leak or what was that? I I, I don't even know what what that release was, but in reading it, right, it said that they're to block English participation or something like this Mm -hmm. in a closed format.
0: Correct. Correct. So, like and the I one thought, that was proposed initially, but not necessarily future proposals.
1: Well, if you ask Florentino Perez, that See? that proposal said that uh, teams can come into the Super League.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The, you the just don't go one. out of it, but teams can. Yeah, I think that was was that second one. Yeah, the teams can come in, so there's a promotion, just no relegation.
0: Doesn't make any sense.
1: So, the, so it's uh...
0: <laughs> how would that work? You just be forever expanding. There's just this yeah, inflatable blimp of a league.
1: They didn't think that one through.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Unless right. the idea is to <laughs> allow
1: every team in Europe access, and then you say there's no more UEFA. We run
0: this, right? <laughs> oh, it turns out everyone's in the Super League. <laughs> oh, man. All right, well, what else happened in the Europa League? So Juventus beat Nantes. Holy shit, Unheld Di Maria with an absolute screamer in that one. Mm-hmm. My God, what a goal. Oh, um, Leverkusen beat um, Monaco. Uh, we're not going to go through all of them. I'm just touching on Leverkusen because um, Xabi Alonso seems to be doing a very good job. And I like that. Because I like looking at him, frankly.
1: I haven't looked at him in a while. I don't remember if he's like, <laughs> what his situation. He's is. Extremely dashing. Okay, we'll we'll take that. Uh, yeah. I forgot he was manager of Leverkusen. To be honest, um, interesting that that he's a Spaniard in Germany. Oh, because he was at Bayern Munich. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's doing well. He's doing well. Um, Marco Rose, in Champions League is doing well. No, he's at Leipzig. Yeah, he's doing well. Um, yeah, he's
0: doing fine. Oh, speaking of Leipzig, I want I want to get, get your thoughts on this. So there was a rumor this week that Jonathan David, um, linking Jonathan David to to Leipzig, um, and my initial reaction was like, would be sensible, but I'd be slightly disappointed. How do you feel?
1: I don't like the idea at all. It it. <sighs> My my dream is to have him at Manchester United. And I think yeah, it's a good... I, I think it's a good dream. So I don't... I like it for him. I don't like it for me. <laughs> I wasn't asking about it for you. Oh, okay, fine. Fine. <laughs> Jonathan, you have my blessing. Go ahead. Like, it's a good move. Look, Timo Werner is not good. And this is a league that allows you space. It's just this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's going to score a lot of goals in that league. And his price will go up really high and someone like Todd Bowley will spend a lot of money on him uh, and then he may not show up to his best.
0: That's that's my concern. My concern is that it the, the Bundesliga is getting a bit erredivisie in terms of how easy it is to score in and how well that translates to other leagues. And I feel like mm-hmm. Ligue 1 is actually I mean statistically it's harder to score goals in Ligue 1 than it is in the Bundesliga. Mm-hmm. Um So the Bundesliga might make him a better presser. It might make him a better all-round player. Maybe I don't know, but I think it's going to be his goal record is going to be ridiculous, and it's going to be deceptively good. And if your aim is to end up in the Premiership, I feel like Liga is a better stepping stone.
1: I the Liga is. I think I forget who did this analysis, but in terms of style of play and all that. Good stuff. It's the closest to the Premier League, apparently, right? There's just a lot of preparing. running around. I, I think so, and a lot yeah. of aggro, I guess. <laughs> um, so when you, <laughs> when you think about it, he should just make the jumps to the Premier League and to Manchester United specifically. Um, but um, yeah, no, I think you should do that instead. I don't want him to get tainted by this Bundesliga nonsense. I, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's a good look.
0: That's that's where I'm at. I just yeah, that's where I'm at. Anyway, we'll see. Uh, I wouldn't mind him in Italy. Would not mind that at all. But I would.
1: I would. I don't want what? him subject to racist chanting. Look, I'm protective <laughs> of Jay David. Okay, we, are, we, are, we haven't we haven't had his type in a long time. So I'm not. I don't Listen, want him to suffer what he's never suffered before in his life.
0: I sympathize. Obviously, I. I your confidence that he's never suffered racism in Belgium and France, though, I think is probably misplaced.
1: Uh, that's probably correct. You're probably right. <laughs> you right about that.
0: Um, anyway, um, Champions League, we touched on it there. Big night last night? Mm-hmm. hmm What happened? Uh,
1: Was last night the Liverpool round did one?
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, mate. <laughs> what a game. Mate. Oh, man, I I enjoyed this greatly. And I didn't even watch it live, which made it even better.
0: Have you seen the clip of Carragher reacting to the goals?
1: Yes, yes. The first two, he's in heaven. After that, he just, he wants nothing to do with that place.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He sinks further and further into his chair.
1: Oh, it was beautiful. It
0: It really was crazy. It was a crazy game. I mean, what I, what. I love and respect about Carlo Vangelotti and this Real Madrid team, and we've seen this so many times in the Champions League over the last 10, 15 years, is that they do not give a shit if things mm-hmm. go against them. Their mentality is unbelievably strong. And th- that doesn't change. Casemiro leaves, Camavinga comes in. Um, you know, Obviously, there's continuity there with, with Modric and, and Benzema and guys like Carvajal and what have you. It's not as if it, there's been a youth revolution or something, but they maintain this unbelievable sense of of character and strength when when they go down. Like it, it didn't matter; they were back in the game within what half an hour.
1: Mm-hmm. They they didn't change the way that they played at all, um, and they just went went for it and went for it. And some <laughs> oh god, have you seen the picture of uh, what was it? Ancelotti's halftime team talk just the eyebrow, raising, raising the eyebrow. And I'm like, <laughs> I believe it. I I, I I can't imagine he said anything to them other than like, just go it's fucking Liverpool. <laughs> you know, we've done them like twice in a row like this. Don't worry yeah. about it. You'll be fine. And it and Liverpool also handed this to uh Real Madrid in many ways mm-hmm. because the defending was shocking.
0: It was shocking.
1: Oh my god! And look, yeah, let's let's have the discussion, okay? Um, Roche, who's who's not on the pod often, um, said that Trent Alexander Arnold is a fraud. Mm-hmm. Um, you disagree that he's Vigurously. a fraud? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> vigorously. <So laughs> <laughs> let, let, let me just make the case, okay? The Why he's a fraud. And I will I will say that he's not a fraud overall. But I know you a, know that. He's not a right back. Let's just put it this way. <laughs> Correct. This is this is a central part of this point, okay? He's not a right back. He's a right space filler, but he's not yes. a right back. There is yes. nothing defensive about him. He has never known how to defend. And why I say he's a fraud, Alex, is because I remember a game under Jose Mourinho where Rashford scored two goals against Liverpool to win the game. I think Old Trafford 2-1. And both okay. goals, one of them he did the, the, you know, the Ronaldo chop thing mm-hmm. on Trent. Mm-hmm. And the other one he just bamboozled him in general. And Trent said, they asked him, what was the turning point in your career? This was like either last season or the season before when he was elite and really good. And he said... Ra- that lesson that Marcus Rashford taught me was a ter- was a turning point in my career. I'm like, mate, you didn't learn a damn thing. <laughs> you are still shit at defending. So he thought he was good at defending. That's why I called him a fraud because he's never been. What we, you make the point that he's actually just good offensively. So please go on and make the point about about that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't obviously, I don't know how he rates himself as a defender. I feel like at this point it can't be that highly because he gets skinned (laughs) every week. Who was it that skinned him? Oh, Matoma just like took him to the cleaners, like it was a joke. But 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 my thing with Trent is you've got this kid who is who is a midfielder in the youth team, came in into the Liverpool squad as a right back because they needed one basically, Mm -hmm. Um, and his attacking his his on the ball ability is unbelievable, right? And his attacking output for for the last few years has been ridiculous. And so you build a team that allows for a weaker right back, right? Robert, You've got Robertson left back. He does both very well. Technically not quite as good as Trent, but he still manages to get crosses in and what have you. But he can also Mm -hmm. defend and he's an animal. But you've got this weaker right back. That's fine. You've got peak Van Dijk and peak Matip or Kanate or whoever it is. You've got peak Fabinho and and Henderson and the world's best pressing machine. You can get away with it, right? That's Mm -hmm. fine. When you don't have those things, when Van Dijk is off the pace, when the midfield doesn't exist and Fabinho looks like he should be in an old age home and the front three is completely different now in terms of personnel and and pressing and they don't no one's quite as tactically drilled as they they were before and you're relying on Thiago, who can't run like of course your right back who can't defend is going to get way more exposed and so for me this is not particularly on trent it's on the manager the club whoever it is that has allowed this situation to happen i think that's a fair point
1: i think it is I I just think that I always whenever someone rates themselves really highly and can't back it up like a Lukaku recently, mm. uh, I'm gonna lay into you because I don't I don't think you deserve my respect in, in that. Um, Listen, and there, and you there know are other right, things to about yeah. defenders.
0: Yeah, I do, I yeah, yeah. Of course, that. you want them all to be Dennis Irwin. Yeah, actually, I you was... know what? Dennis Irwin could attack. I saw a clip of him the other day. I don't know why, but there was a clip of him scoring an absolute banger. <laughs> <laughs> he
1: he could, he did, at one point before Beckham, he was scoring the free kicks. Mm-hmm. Like, Trent does all the things that, Dennis Irwin does all the things Trent's, Trent does without the numbers. Like, and he was a that, two-way player. Yeah. I love two-way players.
0: Right. Okay. I need okay, listen. You, I need, I to, need you, you tweet. to tweet. Dennis Owen does all the. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, no, no. Take it back. Yeah, yeah. I take it back. No, no, no. Let's put it out there and see what happens. <laughs> I take it back.
1: <laughs> 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 listen, I. he doesn't have the passing range. He's just good at passing. There, there's a difference. Yes. There's yes. a difference. Yeah. But look, I like two way players. That's That's my thing. Like. Mm. I know everyone goes, oh, Bernie only likes the guys who can uh, uh, you know defend. I love them. <laughs> I do. but no, I need I need two way players in my team. That's
0: that's yeah, I, listen, I get that. And if I was building a team, would I prefer a right back that could also make a tackle? <laughs> yes, that would be <laughs> that would be optimal, but you know it's not always possible. i I have said for years though that a sometimes they should try Trent in midfield, especially when they don't have a midfield. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see that. But they can't do that because they simply refuse to buy any sort of backup right back, and it's it's just pissing me off.
1: It's they won't buy a backup right back, and to your point, they didn't buy a midfielder. It's just crazy. Mm. Like I, I remember, like when I, you know, when you first grow up and you start to understand like tactics a little bit, and then you realize that a lot of the time when Patrice Everett was like getting destroyed by somebody, it was. The defensive midfielder who would shuffle mm-hmm. over to the side and like help out a little bit, like mm-hmm. that stuff, is what you learn about how to cover space so that the winger can't just expose your 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 fullback. And it's like Fabinho can't run anymore. Henderson, I don't even know what he is anymore. Milner is uh, is ancient. Thiago is not on the pitch. And then But Chicharito is eighteen. Like it's my, like it's actually irresponsible how they allowed it to get to this point. I'm stunned that they allowed it to get to this point. That's.
0: I also, I also, yeah, I agree, and and I also wonder, maybe Matip was carrying a knock, or, or it's just coming back from injury because he often is. I don't know. So, but in 2023, you can't be playing Real Madrid with Joe Gomez, and I feel bad about saying it because I like Joe Gomez. I think there was a time at which he looked supremely promising. It's it's done, man. Like Joe Gomez is done at this level, which which is very sad. But it, injuries have, have killed his career. Um and, yeah. and and Liverpool can't be doing this. I know Kanate is always injured, which is a problem. And had he been there, maybe things might have been a bit different, but like yeah.
1: But To your point, Alex though. Yeah. You spent like let's contrast Liverpool and Real Madrid for a second. Okay. Mm. Real Madrid have just sold Casemiro for 60 million, Varan for 34 million to Man United. They're phasing out Modric and Cruz pretty well at this point.
0: Modric, Modric is refusing to be phased out, but yes.
1: Yeah. Uh, but at some point, he's going. Like, they're attempting to at least, right? <laughs> yeah. a, a couple of years prior, I know it's four years, but Ronaldo left. And this, the this whole almost entire spine of what was the greatest team ever put together, or whatever, right, has been replaced. Sergio Ramos was allowed to go, right? And you really think about this, and they they evolved. It it kind of happened, and we didn't even realize it happened. That's true. brought in Alaba's, brought in like, and Natale wasn't even starting when 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 he came, right? Rudiger. wasn't a thing like Rudiger especially, Rodrigo Goesh, or however you say his name, was not a thing. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, these guys are the backbone of a Champions League winning side. Valverde. Liverpool, exactly. Fede Valverde as well. Like, And Liverpool are are just looking like you were in the Champions League, you, you were going to win everything last season, but they had a blip already. And that should have been a big warning sign because we were saying it in 2021. Mm-hmm. You know, you're old. You got injury-prone <laughs> players. Your defense is shit. Is like could be shit if Van Dyke isn't up to it. What happened? They signed Konate for forty-one million, the most injury-prone center back we know of. They signed him for forty million. Signed Thiago, old ass man. <laughs> they signed Thiago for thirty million and didn't do anything else. Just let Vinaldum go, let that energy go, and didn't replace it with anything younger. They brought
0: in they brought retrospect things. Arthur what? Mello. <laughs> That's embarrassing. He still hasn't played a game. I mean, he took the Kim Calström crown a long time ago. At this point, it is it is yeah. There there are some very clear mistakes along the way. That that win album to Tiago transition that you mentioned is is massive. That's absolutely massive because they lost that guy who was the engine room, and they went with Tiago. And listen, great song, Tiago. Diago, great song, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not a like for like. You can't just lose this one bit, which you, which Klopp said all the time was so important. Well, now so important. Gigi is my guy, but you, do, you lose him, fine. You have to replace him. Yeah, and and is still there after years, and Ox is still there, and and like it's just weird. It's weird, especially especially when, and 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 we touched on this um, earlier in the week you mentioned that some people are saying the club hasn't been backed and there are a lot of Liverpool fans that are angry with FSG and there may be some good reasons for that but Nunes 85 million 85 million Jota I think a fantastic signing but that's another 40 Gakpo another 40 like you didn't need all these forwards Diaz mm-hmm. another 40 Injured right now. When he comes back, you've got too many options, frankly. You're trying to give Firmino a new deal. Like You've got too many forwards. Mm-hmm. It's unclear how any of them really relate to each other. Maybe over time it will get clearer, but for now it isn't. When there are burning holes elsewhere, and I don't know who makes those decisions. It's...
1: a spot on, right? And, and to me, that's the difference in this game. Decision-making. On the pitch, off the pitch, just making... It's it's just not it's not good enough. It's, it's, yeah, it really isn't.
0: Um, I will say too that Ancelotti cracked me up by bringing on Danny Ceballos. Always a banter sub. He's he's joking, that guy. <laughs> he's, he's joking. Oh god. Uh, but speaking of good recruitment, let's talk about Napoli for a second. Beat Eintracht <coughs> Frankfurt two nil. Kolarovani got sent off. Bit harsh, maybe, but whatever. Um... We all wanted Napoli to go through because they are swashbuckling, to say the least, Osiman and, and Kvairz just Just unbelievable to watch. Um, Talking about good recruitment, like Kim and 10 million. Mm-hmm. Galia, 10 million. Um, what did they pay for um, Zambo and Gisa? 15?
1: Something like that. It wasn't very much at all.
0: Yeah. And obviously, this is all counter counterbalanced by the fact that they paid... A very dodgy 70 plus, like, four youth players for, for Victor Osman.
1: Let, uh, let's just say there was money laundering and fraud involved in that. Like, hundred percent. They're still under investigation for that one. And, yep. uh, I hope the investigation comes out to prove that they en- engaged in shady shit so that he's forced
0: to leave. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I On the one hand, I do. On the other hand, I really want them to win... Serie A, uh, they're like a million points ahead and wouldn't it just be Sod's law if they win it and then it gets stripped from them because the Osman deal is clearly fraudulent
1: it would suck it it would, it would suck for them but yeah. <laughs> que sera, sera,
0: yes, I don't know if this is possible but I would very much like to see Napoli against Real Madrid at some point in this competition
1: Napoli against Real Madrid please I'll see what I can
0: do. <laughs> Thank you. What else happened? Um, on oh, uh, Manchester City. Listen, man, they can't defend a lead, so they need to start scoring more than one goal. Because they keep doing this. They did it against Nottingham Forest. Now they're doing it against Leipzig. Obviously, very similar opposition. But you can't keep scoring one goal and then just like pissing about and missing chances. And then having Gvardiol literally ride Ruben Diaz and nod the ball in. Mm. I thought that
1: was a great header. I I I, I loved that header. <coughs> but yes, it's, it's it's more nonsense. It's it's like what there I think we talk about City way too much because it's the same it's the same story all the time of Nonsense! 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 You look like trash, and yeah, Guardiola keeps saying we have to get the ball more to Erling Holland. And I'm like, at this point, when he when he when Pep says something enough times, you know he's being defensive, and you know he doesn't yes. even believe what he's saying. Yes. He doesn't believe what he's saying. He's bought Holland for sixty odd million. Yes, he scored twenty six goals. Not the way he wants to play football. Not the way he has said multiple times that he hates how other people play football. And he's had to sacrifice his principles for it, he he can't say it's a bad decision. He can't. No.
0: no, 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 of course not.
1: And maybe it's not. But I've always been of the opinion that the number of goals someone scores does not indicate whether or not they're good for the team. It just Correct. doesn't. Correct. It, it, it really doesn't. And I think this is a bad idea unless
0: he's able to
1: rejig the team to support him.
0: You know who he should sign? Jaden Sancho. Trent change <laughs> <laughs> or goal just someone just fling the ball in the box cuz only de bruyne does it and de bruyne was not even in the squad yesterday i, I don't know if he had an injury or something but like city went out there with their best 11 literally their best 11 mm-hmm. and yeah it's just it's just not something's not right something's not clicking and all the players hate him to some extent and like half of them want to leave. And this is this is kind of the revelatory thing that we've all kind of learned about City recently is that like, it's not, if they're not winning, it's all going to go downhill very fast because yeah. the rotation only happens and is only accepted because they win everything. But the second yep. that doesn't happen, those players are going to get pissed off.
1: I mean, Bernardo Silva, who wanted to leave last season. Is it last season or... This one, the last remember. two, yeah, he's wanted to leave, and I think Pep even admitted as much. Mm-hmm. And in the league, he was being played at left back, like
0: <laughs> it was, it like, was left, back, left back Easter.
1: So, like, what what level of irresponsibility do you get? Like, we know that they they had Ben Mendy, questionable character,
0: um, to say the least.
1: <laughs> uh, Angelino, who. I don't even know what happened there. They signed him in and got rid of him halfway through the season. Um, that was
0: like a mini me. That was like, yeah, had a little mini me. It,
1: it, it was. He was. He was. He was like a bit of a what? One are those creatures that show up at the end of the rainbow. Leprechaun. That's what it is. Like you <laughs> see him, and then all of a sudden he's gone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep.
1: That's exactly what he was, <laughs> and then uh, I, I don't even know what they did after that. But how the fact that you arrive Zinchenko. at Bernardo Silva, well, even Zinchenko, yeah, you guys are you guys are doing the same trick because Arteta like was there, but he's not a left back. Let's be honest; as good as he's filling in, that's not what he is. No, he he's plays strong left back. Yeah, it's a bit of a trend because you can get at him if you want to, yeah. but. The simple fact that that's what they've been doing for years and they've settled on Nathan Ake and Bernardo Silva is a dereliction of duty. It <laughs> is. Because, I don't know. I feel like both of those teams, Liverpool and Man City, sat on their laurels and they didn't do the things they needed to do to improve the squad and they did the things that they didn't have to do. So they didn't have to sign uh, Erling Haaland. They, they could have done something else. And they still would have won the league. I mean, they won the league without a striker for like two years. Yeah, they could have kept Gabriel Jesus. <laughs>
0: Not yeah. that I liked
1: him in City, but they could have done that and then but used sixty million on a left back.
0: Well, they tried to. They, to be fair, they tried to spend sixty million on a left back, but Chelsea spent a bit more. Well, they were willing to spend fifty million on a left back. Like it, it's ridiculous to say to look at Kukurea's season for Chelsea and still be able to genuinely say that City would be better off with him. Yes. <laughs> like, absolutely. Like They would. Even if he's, yeah. you know, at least they'd have but, one.
1: But how is your decision-making, I want to spend 50 million on Kukurea, but I didn't get him, so I'm going to use Nathan Narkin. Well, how is this your decision-making process?
0: It's very disrespectful to that Sergi Gomez bloke that they bought. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. They bought someone like Young Anderlecht left back, um, who's apparently been terrible when whenever he's made an appearance. So, anyway, oh, that's probably enough about Man City. Play Alvarez. There's a solution. Play Alvarez. He's very good at football. I mean, the other reason, the other reason that City fans might feel a little weird at the moment is, a, Newcastle are, are, are impending mm. um, as a force, and b. Manchester United might be about to get bought out by Qatar. And so potentially, if those clubs do things right, and, and so far it looks like Newcastle have um, or will, City's kind of reign of dominance may start to fade a little bit. Um, I mean, we've always said that once Pep goes, things will will level out a little bit. But if if, you know, four out of four or five of the top six or seven clubs are owned by these kind of level of of people and states um that level of dominance is is going to go
1: yeah yeah that's that's very likely to to happen that way um i will say that the, I mean, we all know this. Manchester United have spent just as much money as City, basically, and it's just not been spent intelligently. So, whether or not these guys come in and change that, we'll find out. I don't know. Um, it depends who you empower. But just the fact that they got Ten Hag in is a sign of maybe going in the right direction, perhaps.
0: Yeah. So for sure. we'll 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 see how that how that pans out. Mm-hmm. Um, why I brought those up, though, is that there is the Carabao Cup final mm-hmm. this weekend.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, United against Newcastle. Sh- should be a cracker. Should be a cracker. Um, I really couldn't call it both. To, well, you know what? United are in much better form. Newcastle have been drawing games lately, struggling to score goals, but I feel like they're going to put up a serious defense. Like, I can absolutely see this going extra time, Pens.
1: I can. And, um, oh, I can see it going to extra time and United um, winning it. Or, you know, a Sancho start, Garnacho comes in and, like, destroys Trippier kind of thing. Um, (laughs) Because he's great but can't defend much either because he's old. I can see that deciding the game. I I just cannot see... I can't see... This is dangerous for me to say right now. You're going to say Newcastle
0: winning. I can't see it. On current form, it's tough. It's tough, and to that's see what it. I'm
1: going on. Current form, I, I don't see. it. I don't see where the mm. goals come from. Like, if you get one and then defend against this United team, you're probably going to lose. So, I don't see. I I don't see it. I see United winning this. I I've, I've been fairly confident since it since it turned out that these are these were the two teams, and and I think I'm still confident about that.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I would I would lean that way too. I I will just say Newcastle. How won't be stupid enough to give United space to run into, is what I would say. How long that they can keep up a low block, we'll see. But he's not going to be stupid about it. Like some some managers are.
1: Yeah, he's going to sit back and 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 God bless you for that. <laughs> You're going to
0: need to. <laughs> uh, I am looking forward to um, Martinez absolutely destroying Alan Maximum after one too many stepovers. Though that that's book that that's going to happen.
1: That that's going to be fun.
0: Elsewhere in the Premier League this weekend. Um, Sean Dyche is Everton against Aston Villa. That will be boring. Or it could be mental. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't know. I, I did hear an interview with Unai Emery the other day um, in which he basically said... He was asked like, what attracted him to Aston Villa. Mm-hmm. And we all know it was the massive salary increase. But what yes. he said was the history of the club. They won the Champions League in 1982 and we're going to try and restore them to their former glory. Come on, mate. Come on. We're aware of
1: this scam. We're aware of it. Like, if, like, if not even Forest gave him a job, would he say the same thing?
0: Yeah. 100%. Uh, I'm a massive fan of Brian Clough and we're going to restore the club to its former glory.
1: Oh, God, help me.
0: <laughs> you, know what, you know what, though? You know what I do love about um, Unai Emery? Is that he hates Emmy Martinez. He hates Emmy Martinez. When Martinez did that that thrusting celebration at the World Cup, Unai was asked about it, and he was like, yeah, I'm going to have to have a word with him about that. Didn't like it right. at all. And then that. and then the Arsenal game last week, um, which we haven't spoken about, and, and we'll look forward rather than back, I think, given it's Thursday, but when Martinez was time-wasting and giving it the big one and then you know third goal goes in off the back of his head and the fourth goal <laughs> goes in because he went up for a corner um Uno was like I did not tell him to do that I hate when goalkeepers do that they never score it's pointless I'm uh, gonna have to have a <laughs> word with him. <laughs> so my bet is that Emmy Martinez will not be playing for Aston Villa next next season
1: I think I think selling him would be a great idea um, for Unai's mental health. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, look, it was a good catch for a bit, but no. I think I, I also don't like him at all. Like, As a prat. I do It's such a such a piece of shit.
0: Yeah, but, yeah. Um, yeah, I've always I've always said he, that he should go to uh, Atleti. I think he'd he'd fit in perfectly if they sell O'Black. Anyway, um, what else we got? Leicester against Arsenal. Leicester are a little better than they were. Fair play to them for sticking with Brendan and getting them out of relegation zone, but I think they just concede so many goals.
1: What was the score of this game again? Sorry.
0: No, we're looking forward. This is happening next weekend.
1: This oh weekend. right, I thought. I don't know why I thought that they played a Mitoma destroyed them or something like that. Um, I'm trying to look at the fantasy because, uh, sorry, Alex, when is this game?
0: Uh, Leicester against Arsenal Saturday.
1: Okay, no, no Leicester players in my FPL. No, uh, this is going to be an absolute mauling, absolute mauling, and <laughs> it's a coming at the right time because uh, Arsenal's after beating Villa four two, wonderful circumstances as we just, as we just talked about. This is going to give you guys a lot of confidence going into the squeaky bum time.
0: I think that's probably true. Also, uh, a morale-boosting Bukayo Saka new contract has been announced. So that's that's lovely news for everyone involved. Um, West Ham against Nottingham Forest. There are reports, specifically in the Times, that if Moyes loses this job, this job, this game, he loses his job.
1: Why? That's such a bad idea.
0: See, in principle, it's... I agree with you, and I honestly have no idea who the hell they would appoint. Um, but at the same time, West Ham have been dreadful.
1: Yeah, but like, I'm, I'm, I'm. It's, I am i am am i do not know if this is a controversial statement, but to me, you stay the ride with him. If you go down, you go down. So be it. Like I don't, I don't get what you're gonna do. That's gonna like, who's coming to take this? You're not gonna get an elite manager because they're like, why would I want, uh, potential relegation on my CV? Mm -hmm. No, Mm -hmm. you have to get a specialist in getting. Either you stick with a caretaker, right, or you get a specialist to get them out of the mess. None. We are out of the of the uh rescue package manager era. It's done. Harry's gone. Sam is gone.
0: Dice is taken.
1: That's taken. Nigel Pearson is done. Nigel uh, Pearson. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's his name? Who is um? Who is, like, no, no. Pardew's gone. Oh like,
0: man. These Pardew's guys in a Bulgarian specialize.
1: jail. Yeah, they're all gone, mate. They're all done. That era's done. So you might as well ride the wave, go down, and see if Moyes has the bottle to stay in the championship. Take the parachute payments. Come back up. Give me Declan Rice. Come back yeah, up. I knew, that. I knew that's
0: where that was ending. Um, <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, in theory, I agree with you. It's easy for us to say, though. Um, I just I just don't know who... Yeah, that's the problem, is I don't know who you'd give the job to. Mark Noble? Give it Nobs. i do it. I have got it. the passion. Also, I don't. He's the sporting I, director I, now. I, I have no idea what he's doing.
1: See, I, I do it only because I want to see it uh, for my own laughs. But yeah, mm. Mm. can we spare so a thought?
0: Difficult. Can we spare a thought for Gianluca Scamaca, who, who last summer was like one of the hottest properties in Europe, like massive Italian man, tattoos, neck tattoos fearsome striker and now he's on the bench at a relegation candidate like it just it hasn't gone well for him i f- i feel
1: for him very greatly i feel for him so much
0: <laughs> uh, uh, leeds against southampton i mean so the jesse marsh derby if anything leeds had him didn't want him got rid of him southampton wanted him couldn't get him sort of uh so got rid of him and now are both of them managed by assistants? No, Southampton is still managed by their assistant and Leeds have appointed Javi Gracia for some reason. Because
1: no one wanted that job. Yeah. Well, no one wanted both jobs, to be fair. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if Gracia could manage both. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, hold on. Let
1: me see. This. who. Right, tell me the table, if you don't mind. Uh... In front of you. Have a,
0: Uh, Southampton are rock bottom with 18 points. Leeds are just above them with 19 points. So this is a massive game, to be fair.
1: So I'm going to make a prediction right now. Southampton go down.
0: Mm -hmm. Leeds escape. Bournemouth go down. I was going to say, if Leeds escape, one of Bournemouth or West Ham is definitely going down because Everton won't with Dyche and Wolves won't. I said you honestly I think the bottom 4 right now Bournemouth, West Ham, Leeds, Southampton is three of is three of those.
1: You know, I changed my mind. It's Southampton, Leeds and Bournemouth that go down. I think West Ham escape.
0: Hard to argue with that. Hard to argue with that. Um Bournemouth against Manchester City, you would think that City would win this, but you know, maybe they'll just score a goal and then pedal about for 75 minutes. Um, Palace against Liverpool, a classic. It's a draw.
1: It's just gonna be a draw.
0: Yeah, it's at it's at Palace too. Um so I think yeah, I, I think Liverpool probably don't win that. Um and then Tottenham against Chelsea on Sunday. Ordinarily you'd say at home, Chelsea in this kind of form, Spurs should win. But Tottenham just don't beat Chelsea. Doesn't matter what the circumstances are. Mourinho was in charge and Lampard beat him. Conte was in charge, and Tuchel beat him. They just don't beat Chelsea.
1: Yeah, but Potter doesn't beat anybody. So draw.
0: Mm. All right, a draw would be a fair result, probably. Neither of them. It's, are it's just good. whether.
1: It's just it's just which false nine does Potter use? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Will it be Havertz? Will it be Felix? Yeah. To
1: your point, though, if Spurs did do the impossible and beat Chelsea, then yeah, Potter's gone, I think.
0: So, hang on. I'm just going to bring up Chelsea's fixtures, because they've got like a very big week or two. Um, So yeah, obviously they've got Spurs. If they did lose that, that would pile on the pressure. Then they've got Leeds and Dortmund. So, yeah, basically, like, if you lose two of those three games, you're probably gone. I know they don't want to do it. Like, I genuinely believe they don't want to sack him, but he's not really giving them much choice. Although they haven't really given him much choice. Like, it's stupid. They don't want to sack him because they believe in him long term, but they've given him an environment that is completely impossible for him to manage. Basically, yeah.
1: I, I, I just wonder if, like, you know how we say that it's not manager's fault sometimes, is the environment, but can you be more authoritative and control your environment? Is that not part of the game here? Because what I'm seeing is, you know, to use Matched as an example, I was very defensive of Hooligan and Solskjaer, and I think overall, as we said, I don't, we don't he did a half-decent job. It didn't do great, it didn't do bad, but... When you look at the handling of Cristiano Ronaldo, and the fact that he was protected by everybody at the club, and how Eric handled that, you go, well, maybe a man can change things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, maybe that is, maybe the environment can be influenced by a man, as opposed to the man being victim to the environment. Maybe.
0: So I, I agree with you in principle. Where I would differ, though, is that Ronaldo was one guy in that summer. Ruined everything. Social got his main two transfer targets, Varane and, and Sancho, mm-hmm. and then ruined it with, with Ronaldo Yeah. that he should have pushed back against. Whereas yeah. Potter's just getting an array of like 100 million pound <laughs> players, none of whom probably he gives a shit about or particularly was, And And Burley's like, I believe in you, man. Just like fucking make it work, dude. And Potter's like... <laughs> You okay.
1: know, you know what, you know, you know to your point, yeah. It's like what I'm starting to wonder is because they brought all these Brighton scouts and yeah. like the Brighton, the, the whatever director yeah. football over or something like that, and I wonder if they just spent way too much time in the money ball, you know, find hidden <laughs> gems section of the transfer, you know, market. That when someone presented them with like potential big names, they were like, "Yes!"
0: They're <laughs> like, "No!" <go!" it. laughs> like, they had no idea what to do with that
1: because that's how it
0: sounds. <laughs> they were like, "I am not spending another three years scouting a Japanese university." <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like this Mudrik guy.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw some clips. Let's do that. Badia
1: Chile, I've heard his name around at Monaco. <laughs> we couldn't buy him at Brighton. Let's do that. Like, that's basically what it feels like they did. Like, they were just, sh- it's as if you've been shopping at, um, hold on, who uses our, who who listens to our podcast more? Okay, let's be Canadian. You've been shopping right. at No, no Frills. Frills. Yeah. But you've been whipping up some really good meals from No Frills. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, they're like, bruv. Let's do. Let's go to Metro. you like, what is going on here? Because Metro is
0: all this. I mean, they, they all okay, are at this point. Here's a gift card yeah. to Whole Foods.
1: Yeah, Whole Foods. That's right. Because like, I've never <laughs> stepped in the Whole Foods in my life. And if I go in there, I might get lost with the, everything I see.
0: <laughs> I, I'm sinking under a pile of muesli. <laughs> oh, this is some
1: really fresh, organic, God knows what. Yeah. Know. Yeah, You buy it because you think it's healthy, but then in reality, you're like, I don't know what to do with this nonsense. I,
0: Yeah. I would never look at Michalo Mudrik and think healthy. But yes, um, I take your point. I think that's a very funny and somewhat plausible scenario, you know? Um, either way, it's not working. It will be very, very interesting to see what they do. Um, that's about it, I reckon, for now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good luck with... Uh, the rest of your shoveling.
1: Thank you. I'll need it.
0: And uh, yeah, we'll check in soon.
1: All right. Take care. All right.
0: Take care.